Ladies and, well, ladies. We're talking business. Ladies' business. No, not that ladies' business. Ladies in business. Especially tradie business. Whether you're a CEO, self-employed, working for someone or supporting someone else in theirs, this is a podcast about ladies in tradie businesses. Join your host, Nick Cox, one half of Tradies in Business and the Tradiepreneur Program, as she interviews inspirational, everyday, motivational and extraordinary women from all industries and walks of life about what it takes to be a truly successful modern lady in business. Welcome back to the Ladies in Business podcast. We've had a bit of a break that Christmas got in the way. I had a bit of a slow start to the new year, but I am super excited today to be joined by two amazing women that I've actually been following for quite some time. An incredible journey that they've had through business together as sisters um, gives us a great opportunity for us to, uh, I guess, maybe kick off the new year in the right headspace, which is very much a big focus of what we'll be talking about today. Welcome Carla and Emma from the Merrymakers Sisters. How are you both? (laughs) We are so good. Thank you for having us. Yeah, we're pumped to be here. Thank you both for joining me. Now, I'm going to tell the listeners that we were joined by your gorgeous puppy a minute ago. (laughs) your baby's left the room so if we do hear from them you know it's either Shelby or it's what was your puppy's name Tino Tino one or the other you're going to hear from one of them today it always happens (laughs) no doubt about it I'm like just like I can see him he's lying on the ground for now (laughs) I want to cuddle at some point those boys can be very clingy can't they (laughs) ladies tell us a little bit about who you are and how we came to be chatting today yeah, well, I mean, the Merrymaker Sisters, this this business that we created that has changed so much over the years, we started it back in 2012. Right. And really now that feels so forever ago. For so long, we were like, we're new to this. We're newbies. It's like, we've been doing this for so long now. And I mean, what an amazing experience we've had. But, you know, we started straight away in the online world. And really it was just about sharing our experience. And back then it was all about, food and dieting and you know upon reflection it can be quite toxic it was all about the paleo diet but that was how we got into I guess the online world Mm -hmm. so we're grateful for it too and fast forward a few years and trials tribulations many uh, challenges programs building a recipe app sharing hard copy recipe books building a community uh, I guess working full-time doing what we loved at the time Fast forward to today, now we're all about yoga, Pilates, and really self-acceptance. And it was this journey through the obsession with dieting, the obsession of trying to change what we look like. You know, this was all part of it. And this is where we are today, where we're super, I guess, excited and proud to share this message of self-acceptance and to do it with the method of yoga, Pilates, and meditation with our Merry Body Online app mm. uh I mean that was like a minute and a, that was a whole lot that of was years. The, I, I, think, I was like what just whoa, I think that whoa. was the quickest we've ever introed ourselves but it's so I mean it's so hard though because you know there has been so much evolution in this yes. nine years and it's like you know what do you talk about in that introduction mm, absolutely <laughs> where do you start yeah I, I think you've nailed it though really concisely it is very much about the journey isn't it I think a lot of us start in at a diet space when we're starting that journey to wellness I do Mm. see some changes now 
So my daughter, I talk about her quite frequently. I see some changes for her. She's entering in a very different space in the journey. I think it's because of ladies like you putting your hand up and saying, okay, we're going to pivot and twist. This is where we need this journey to be for us now. So it becomes Mm -hmm. quite accessible for others. Whereas before, I think you're absolutely right. It can be very toxic and we get very um, focused, I suppose, on the appearance rather than the feeling. What do Mm -hmm. we actually want to feel like that could actually be translated into business as well. We get so focused on the journey and where we need to be. We forget to create businesses that help us feel our best, Yes, which is very much why we go to business in the first place. Yes. I love this so much. And I feel really happy that your daughter isn't experiencing the same thing, you know, we all did. That is like music to my ears and to my heart because, yeah, one of our biggest things is, you know, when we hear of the younger generations saying no to diet culture and realizing that there's another way, oh, that is the best thing ever. It really is, isn't it? Uh, and yeah with I guess business for us ever since the beginning of the Merrymaker Sisters the reason we actually quit our full-time government jobs which we were still in when we started the Merrymaker Sisters we quit them a year and a half into the blog uh, was because we found uh, the philosopher Joseph Campbell and his message of follow your bliss and when we watched the documentary Finding Joe our eyes just kind of lit up and we both realized that we had found our bliss but we weren't following it Mm. Uh, and we loved this message and it was all about if you jump in the doors will open where there were only one's walls. And we had this solid belief that this would happen if we decided to just jump all in. And yeah. so when we quit our jobs, that's what we did. And, you know, the doors just didn't magically appear. We had to work for it and ask for it and reach out for it. Um, but it did work. So that is something that has stayed with us from the beginning. The joy aspect. Yes. Does this feel joyful? Does this feel like bliss? And if it doesn't, we need to make a change. And when Emma described the evolution of going from food and more into yoga, Pilates and self-acceptance, that was a really big pivotal moment of tuning in and realizing that what we had been doing wasn't bringing that anymore and we needed to make a change. I love that you're able to talk about that so freely. I think one of the other things that gets in the way and two things we'll talk about in one form or another today is fear and shame. Mm. I think that there can be a lot of shame around the past of our journey and yet that's a very big part of how we come to be where we are right now. In one way or another, we need to be able to embrace that like we embrace ourselves and we're encouraging everyone to embrace the okayness of who we are. We also need to be okay with where we've come from. So you, you do the best you can in the moment with what you've got. Yeah. And that looks different for everybody. So I feel like regardless, and particularly for those listeners that are at their starting point and they're feeling a little uncomfortable in their starting point, it's okay to start at the beginning and where you are Uh and it will evolve. And I love the attitude of understanding that the doors will open. They will. And you do have to work sometimes to get them to open. Sometimes you've got to build it. Sometimes you've got to knock on that damn door until (laughs) somebody opens it, but they will open if you're persistent and you Mm -hmm. carry that attitude and enthusiasm enthusiasm into what it is that you're doing day to day but the biggest part for me I think is embracing what was and understanding that's feeding the new space that you're moving into now yeah and I I mean like I just loved literally every word you said just then and um I think 
this was a big part of our big, like the pivots, the changes. It was like, oh my, like we really disagree with what we did in the past. Like, how do we go about this? Do we just delete everything? And we're like, no, we can't delete the past. Like, I mean, I know governments try and delete the past, right? It, do- it never works. You can't delete the past. The truth is the truth. So it's best to embrace the truth, put it out there and say, you know, if for us, we can reflect on what we used to share and we don't agree anymore, mm. but it, but those actions led us to be where we are. So we're grateful for them at the same time. Mm, um, and keeping, I guess, that alive, the past there and for everyone to access and for us to talk about it and share our story, you know, is empowering to others to share their story and to realize that we all started from Mm. the beginning to we all started at chapter zero. Uh, And so often we compare ourselves to someone who is so far ahead of us and thinking, how will we ever get there? Like we're too late. Like why even begin? What, what's even the point, but the point is to just begin and to take the first step because the life itself lives in the journey it doesn't actually live in the end when we get there like the end is the end Mm -hmm. so we always um have to remind ourselves you know when we're trying to create something new or we're striving for some goal and we just we're we're like yeah we want to make this happen but we always have to then take a step back and realize hang on where where are we now Mm. let's also enjoy what we're doing now and enjoy the process and the journey and uh that again has been such a big lesson yeah i upon reflection uh I can't remember who told us this story, but someone, you know, further ahead in their business journey, successful in terms of like financial or whatever it was, their business was big. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they said, you know, they had more fun at the beginning. It was more enjoyable at the beginning. And, you know, that lesson for us, it stuck with us. So every time we felt out of our depth or that we kind of sucked compared to everyone else, we just kept saying, We're going to look back on these days and be so fond of them. And that's reality now. We look back and we think, wow, like we were so (laughs) little and like we just had like this naivety and it was magic, you know, like that really helped us. And I think sometimes we we desire to be somewhere else. But Mm. instead, I mean, this is like human nature, right? We always want to be where the grass is greener. But instead, if we accept where we are, we embrace where we are, we're excited about where we are, we get present, really present. And this literally relates to every aspect of life. That's where we can truly flourish and that is just like such a big aha moment and we're so glad that we had that lesson and it's it remains with us you know like every step as we go one day we're going to look back on these days you know in a struggle or if it's a joyful moment whatever it is uh, and it really helps you enjoy as Carla said the journey instead of just forever grasping to goals forever striving to be over there and then you look back and you're like wow I just missed 10 years of my life because I was just so obsessed with the future instead I miss the magical moments well, I think we when we're transparent the way that you ladies are we allow ourselves to meet the people that need to meet us along their journey at the right time so even if it is that people are going back and consuming that content and what you did 10 years ago that's obviously where they need to be and by being transparent quite frequently their journey can be fast-tracked because they hear you say okay that's not what we're about anymore and this is why we're now about Mm. acceptance it's okay to be who we are it's about feeling the joy finding our bliss and moving forward rather than again when we try to erase that and we create shame around that then there's shame for anybody that actually meets us there as well 
exactly oh, so, true. so true and I think that in the moments where uh you know we made that big pivot and you know we did think well like we didn't we at that moment we didn't think it was a big pivot it was only until we got interviewed by someone on a podcast and they're like wow you've made this really big pivot and we we're like oh yeah we did <laughs> but because we were so focused on the bliss and the joy it didn't feel yeah. big it just felt right yeah. and that has been such a big thing and I think you know especially as women we have a really great inner wisdom and intuition and if we can uh harness that and tune into it I don't think we can make in inverted commas wrong decisions. Yes. Totally. And again, with the practice of acceptance, the decision is never ever wrong <laughs> because oh, we're always practicing acceptance. So it's all full circle and all these little lessons, they work so beautifully together. I think um, it's something that we forget. And I think a big part of being business owners, as you ladies are, and so many of our listeners are, it's quite an insular journey because we don't talk a lot about where we're at and something we find consistently when we're, we're working with tradies is two things. They don't know what they don't know. None of us do. We're not meant to. Mm -hmm. So we don't know what we don't know. And then there's a lot of shame about the position that we're in or fear around finding our own version of success, which I feel are very similar. So mm -hmm. we get stuck in this position where we don't really understand how to get from A to B and we've got nobody I guess having our back, being our cheer squad, reminding us that it's okay, just stop and take a breath. Let's enjoy where we're at today. Mm -hmm. Let's look back and see how far we've actually come because we come leaps and bounds without even realizing what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And so a big part I feel, particularly of being a woman, is that we are each other's cheerleaders and support system if we allow ourselves to be. And that's a fantastic positive change I see online slowly um, over the last 10 years or so is we are becoming better for one another. We're becoming mm. better cheerleaders for one another. I think it's something that you girls do exceptionally well. Um, we spoke before we came on today about fear and overcoming fear and not, if you can't see who you want to be or what you want to do, mm. it, it becomes unattainable for you. So whether that be goals in business or we were talking about um, my Pilates journey, as many of our listeners will have spoken about before, certainly resonates with you girls, I'm sure. Um, mm -hmm. I always thought Pilates looked like so much fun. I wanted to get on that machine. It made it look easy. Haven't I learned a different lesson? <laughs> But it made it look really easy and I thought that's the exercise for me. This um, hit workout stuff just didn't work for me. I was forever throwing out a back or uh -huh. doing a calf or something. I really wanted to try Pilates, but everywhere I looked to it, I could only see amazingly strong athletes doing what they were doing. And I liken mm. it to, you know, me wanting to go for a swim and comparing myself to an Olympic swimmer. We're not the same. We're never going to do the same. But because I can't see myself in the pool, I think, oh, okay, I'm not going to do that. I don't fit there. I feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So a big part for me of your journey and the acceptance part of your journey has been the understanding that as women, we all fit everywhere if we allow ourselves to. And I wondered whether that was something that you girls have consciously thought about as you've designed your programs, as you've moved into this new space that you're working in. Mm. Yeah. I mean, oh. yeah, I, I hear all of that and like we can resonate as well. You know, when we, I mean, we started yoga and Pilates when I was 13, I went to like my first yoga and Pilates class with my mom. Uh, but back then I was like, yoga is just like, 
to go over my to-do list. And I just remember would be like in my yoga person, I'd be like, okay, what else do I have to do when I get home? I have to do this, this, this. So like, I obviously wasn't being very present. <laughs> but then when we um, moved to the Gold Coast, it was then that we were getting, uh, we wanted to try it again. And we had a friend who went to the studio. And so we went together and we were so lucky that we have each other to go yes. with. We always say that. Um, but before we went, there was this like underlying fear of like, I can't do the splits. Uh, you, Emma's was always, oh, I can't even touch my toes. Mm. I was so unflexible and I was just like, I can't do yoga. Like I just can't because I'll be too embarrassed because mm. I can't do any of the poses, even though we even did it back in high school, but we had a big break. Mm. And, yeah. you, you know, you come to the Gold Coast and, you know, everyone's bending in half doing the splits like in the park and you're like, what the heck is this? <laughs> yes. And as Carla said, we were lucky that we had each other. Literally, I think the only reason I stepped foot in the studio up here was because I had her and yeah. maybe you too uh, felt the same. Uh-huh. And that's been, that stayed with us because I think, you know, as a business owner, you always know who, like, who are you speaking to? And often you're speaking to maybe a journey you've been on but at the beginning or yeah. earlier so then you can you can um communicate better yeah and empathize yeah and I think you know when building Mary Body we never really intentionally most of our comms most of our communication our writing and the videos we share and when we create anything there's not a specific plan around it we have an intention that we would like to put into it and always the backbone of Marybody is we want to inspire self-acceptance. We want to help uh, these people feel joy when they move or when they meditate. So that's always in like the back of our mind and in our hearts, but we're not very uh, planned out about it. Mm-hmm. So our, I guess, way of being on social media and sharing and writing has always been just share what you're feeling or share what you're thinking or share your truth. <laughs> That is our strategy and I 100% would recommend it because if you don't share your truth, it's really hard to keep up a facade. It is really hard to be someone that you're not uh, for a long period of time. And again, with the evolution of nine years of our business, you'll see that like it's just always been the truth, the truth, the truth, the truth. And we're just really open about it. Like this is what's happening. Um, It makes me very happy and proud that, the Mary body uh, movement is working and the method is actually inspiring self-acceptance and joy. Uh, and it is doing what we intended it to do. And I think that's because we experienced it and we're able to talk about the journey. And I think if you can talk about your own story of A to B, and there's so many stories from A to B, it's one big one then there's a million within that big one uh that's the best kind of I guess communication you can do regarding your business Mm. yeah I mean and it is such a epic thing when you get a comment like we get comments saying you know I was so scared to go to yoga go to a studio I didn't want to go to Pilates but it's so great to be able to do it at home with you girls and you know you have like we're there as well like if you have a question we'll answer it and I think that often is a fear for people that an online program you know they can't have the the support that they might get from an in real life studio Mm. but that's really our goal to be to be mega supportive online and available not 24 7 but like you know if you if you email us it's me or Carla writing back if you message us in the Facebook group it's us and I mean it's I think 
for so long, especially in the online world, maybe you can relate. You kind of want to put this barrier up with people, but breaking down those barriers that that has what has been so magical for us I think we have that at the start then we kind of got overwhelmed and maybe we were in the wrong space the Mm. food space it was too much for us but it's been such a joy to just really truly connect with our community and you know we're invested in them their journey like we want to see them enjoy life and enjoy this experience so Mm. it's it's become this you know, it's a business, but it's also such an honor to be part of these people's lives. Yeah. And I just want to mention that because, you know, in business, we're told a lot, especially on actually any business, you know, outsource, 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 like, you know, get someone else to do it, which is like important because we can't do everything ourselves, but it's when we realize, you know, community, that's not something you can you can outsource it, but we know that by showing up that our people are going to experience uh, Mary Body in such a different way and they will be more inspired to actually do the practice mm-hmm. and do their movement. Uh, and we, I'm sure all of us can understand it is sometimes a struggle to fit in your exercise and your movement. And sometimes it can come to the last priority on your list because life happens and all these other things get in the way. We want to be there to inspire them to pop it up a little bit higher on their list. Yes. And that's why we show up every day and that's why we're responding to comments. And I think that's, you know, in an online fitness space, that is different. And if you can find a difference, a point of difference in your business and how you can do it differently, I think that is a really positive thing as well. And then that is worth your time and your energy. I totally agree. I think that there's a common, I'm going to call it a misconception that, through the last couple of years we don't talk a lot about the c word here and it is part of where we've all been in the last couple of years yes um i think there's this misconception that now we're all able to do zoom calls that there is a connection and i don't believe that to be true i actually feel that the connection needs to come from exactly what you're talking about building that community mm. it's a big focus of ours here at tradies and business mm. um really actually, as you say, being the people to respond to the comments. Somebody's taken their time out of their day to -hmm. write me a message. I'm going to be the person to answer that because I can't believe for a moment they care enough to reach out and talk to me in the first place. So I don't want somebody else doing that on my behalf. Yeah, It reduces that opportunity for connection and in connection, we have the opportunity then to become the leaders that we need to be to help people grow and make choices to get where they actually really want to be. So I think this common misconception and we need as business owners to think more cleverly about how we create that connection with our client base so that we can encourage them and support their growth and their learning. Now, you sisters talk a lot about being open and transparent. I wonder if you've always been that way or has that been a struggle for you at times in business? I'm I'm pretty sure I've always been open, I think, upon reflection. Like I think, you know, we've been we always say the luckiest thing about our journey is that we have done it together Mm. and uh I think because we talk to each other so much about everything when we go online or when we're writing it's almost like we're having a conversation to with each other and it's just being recorded and then we're sharing it and we're having realizations left right and center it's always just been it's just come very naturally and we've wanted to share our journey it's never been 
I mean, you know, we, we don't share everything. Absolutely. We don't share like, you know, if uh, I know like, you know, if Emma's going through a tough breakup, like she, she's not going to share it or went through one. She didn't share it, mm. you know, while it's happening, but she shared it afterwards, yeah. you know, once she'd been through it. And same with a lot of like personal experiences, you know, we might share the story after, like not while we're going through it. Uh, but yeah, it's always come pretty naturally. And I think that we've enjoyed the sharing of stories. I think storytelling is really powerful and we learn through stories ourselves. And so I think by just sharing our story, mm. it can uh, help others. And I think that's just always the intention. Like, yeah. how can we, how can this story help someone? Oh, the story of us, um, you know, struggling, going to the yoga studio for the first time, us telling that story will help someone else. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think maybe it's, you know, we, we never started this business with like a strategy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we literally just started blogging. Mm-hmm. And I think if you've started off with just blogging, like what is blogging? It's just sharing. Mm-hmm. It's And it was never this strategic it was never strategic at the start we actually didn't know that a blog was content marketing until we went to this conference in the philippines and someone said uh that blogging is content marketing and we were like what are you talking about and we were blown away like oh wow we do that (laughs) yeah and i i think you know that has that obviously it's our beginning so it stayed with us and i think also you know women in business it's important for us to share our stories and our experience because we need to inspire each other because so often many of us have lived in a world maybe where they haven't seen other women succeed Mm. in business or they've been told that, no, this is your box over here. Uh, You know, I know equality is, is, is progressing, but there's still a lot of work to do. So I feel like, you know, it's our jobs as well. We can, we have to thank the the past women who did it for us and we have to keep it going. And, you know, I think uh, the difference with what we really want to share as well for business is that, you know, yes, women can do it and women can do it in their way. You know, our business way is, is definitely like, I'm sure other people would look at it and be like, what are you guys doing? But it really works for us. And that's because we maintain that, you know, it's not just about growing financially. It's not just about growing the business. We need all our kind of like baskets or aspects of life to be growing too. So that's, uh, whether it's social life, relationships, lifestyle, health, uh, we want everything. It's also our integrity and our yes. moral line because being in the fitness world, it's uh, obvious, you know, one of our core things we don't do in with Mary Body is we don't share before and afters. We don't do measurements. We don't count calories. Um, we don't talk about our bodies you know, like with a muffin top or saddlebags or tuck shop lady arms, these derogative comments about uh, bodies, which we often hear in the fitness world. And that is a moral line. That is like, we are not doing this. We are saying no to this. We are putting an end to this. Maybe uh, this will also inspire other fitness programs to do the same because we don't want others to feel what we have felt and what millions of other women have felt by going to a class and being told that we have to work off the Christmas pudding that we enjoyed. It's like, what? 
Like, am I not allowed to enjoy a piece of cake? Actually, yes, you can. And you don't need to punish yourself afterwards. And you don't even need to, you don't need to do anything afterwards. You just can sit there and enjoy that freaking pudding. And it's just so yum. Uh, <laughs> I, I hope you all did that. And then, you can, and then you can decide to move your body because movement makes you feel good. And our bodies as human beings are designed to move. And in a sedentary lifestyle that we are living at our desks, driving more and more, uh, if you drive these days, uh, <laughs> but we definitely sit a lot these days. Uh, it's very important to, to bring in some movement and we don't want it to feel like punishment or a chore. We actually want it to be a highlight of your day. I, I definitely feel like my Pilates is a highlight of my day and it hurts like a bugger. Yes. Yes. It's a good pain though, right? So you get to the end of it and you think, I feel strong now. This is Yes, exactly. And we always talk about that. Yeah, the good, the good, bad pain. Yes. Uh, It is a thing. It is, it is, it is is a burn, but it builds strength and you feel empowered and you feel taller, like your shoulders are back and you're like, wow, I can take on anything now. I just did that class. It's the confidence and it leads <laughs> perfectly to my next point. Thank you, ladies. And that is that there is a real, we talk a lot about science. And so there is a science between moving your body and then the way you're able to be within your business. Mm. I think you girls wrap that up. A, with the types of exercise that you work on w- within the app. So being able to do the yoga or the Pilates, but also the meditation, which is a, mm. it's a space we don't take time for. So many of us just do not make time for actually exercising our brain in its own way. It Mm -hmm. needs rest. It needs recovery as well. It needs that moment, some time in every day where we're not consciously thinking of 5 million things like (laughs) we do as women. We're actually just taking some time to be still and present in the moment. And that daily practice then leads to the ability, as I'm sure you well know, to be present in every situation that we walk into rather than being full. We're constantly Mm -hmm. full. And just these two small practices, so moving your body and healing your mind, allow you the ability to be more present and not as full, not carrying around that big black cloud that so many of us do day in, day Mm. out. So ladies, tell me about how you first found that connection between meditation and then being able to show up in your business and Mm. how important it is for each of you in your daily work life. Mm. Oh, I mean, I feel like this is like, you know, that, that puzzle piece that often gets lost or chucked aside but it is so important you know we're living in a day and age where you know I'm holding my phone the phone is never out of my hand right the laptop the phone they're dinging they're messaging me we're more connected than ever device wise but we're also losing connection with ourselves and people too so it's so important to kind of shut down these digital technologies and meditation becomes this amazing habit where, you know, you give yourself this time, this space uh, to completely be in a, um, you know, a situation where you're not having to react Mm -hmm. to this digital thing, this bing, bing, vibrate, you know, like, you know that when you hear the vibrate sound, what even if it's not your phone you can feel that instant reaction like something's happening there right these sounds make us react so what meditation and for us we do guided meditation Mm. and for me personally this is my 
most uh this is the meditation I need to do because I need extra help right like <laughs> I need someone's voice Carla's voice telling me you're meditating <laughs> because it, otherwise you get distracted I mean it's scary how distracted I can so easily get and it's because of the iPhone it's because of online business and I mean we love these things I love these things but I also need to break up with these things every now and again and I'm not going to go on a 10-day detox I'm sorry it's not me and that's okay Okay. But you know what I can do? I can make it doable and accessible. I can do five to 10 minutes of meditation every day. Mm. And I think so often we put this, uh, I can't meditate. I can't sit still for 20 minutes twice a day because so many people say it needs to be done this way. Whereas our point of view is that if you can do five minutes, if you can do just three deep belly breaths, like this is a great reset, a great beginning, a great time to get connected. Inhale, exhale with that intention of connection to yourself that intention of letting go of the whirlwind that's going on in your mind Mm. and this is this word intention it's so important because you know we can do the thing we can do the meditation but we can also sit there as Carla said going over our to-do list we can sit there thinking what am I going to have for dinner what's on the menu this week and I mean like this stuff it takes up so much space in our minds and as women I'm not like maybe that's your role in the household Mm. it's my role in the household to think about what's what's going to like what's getting cooked what's getting eaten and that is a lot of work and we just all do it right maybe not all I hope not all yeah and I think um another important thing with meditation is a lot of the time when Emma was saying you know people think I can't do this Mm. I can't do this my mind just races Mm. it's actually normal when you begin to meditate and you notice that your mind is actually getting louder. That's because we, that's normal. Like that's actually what's normally happening. It's just the fact that you've sat still for a moment Mm. and brought awareness to it that now you're noticing it. So in everyday life, we don't have that, the awareness of our thoughts all the time. And we're just like going through our day and we're doing the thing, but all these thoughts are ping, 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 (laughs) coming in and coming out. And so then we sit still and we expect ourselves, okay, mind be quiet, empty, empty, empty. That's what I'm supposed to be doing here. I'm not supposed to be thinking. Why is why am I thinking? I'm thinking even more now. Oh my gosh, I'm thinking of all these things that I didn't know how to do. And know that that is actually normal because think of it like, like everything when we sit still and the body is like, oh, here's an opportunity. I'm going to throw you even more thoughts because mm-hmm. now you're still. Uh, that That is... This is exactly what meditation does in the beginning. But then when we bring awareness to the thought and we go, okay, that's a thought. I don't need that thought right now. I'm going to let that one go. And I'm going to come back to my breath. Okay, now I'm breathing. I'm breathing. Breathe, breathe, breathing. Oh, there's a, wow, I forgot to do that. I forgot to write back to that email. There's a thought. Do I need that right now? No, I don't. Okay, bye. Back to my breath. Back to my breath. And this is a constant. Mm. Like I still meditate like this sometimes. Every meditation is not pure bliss. Trust me. Uh, <laughs> but it is important for us to find this stillness so we can bring awareness to the thoughts. Because when we have awareness of the thoughts, we can decide and decipher the true from the untrue thoughts, or do I need this right now? Or do I not need this right now? And then you can let them go. You can let them stay or you can let them go. And, you know, when I, I did my meditation training, uh, my teacher said, you know, it's like you're on the, the train station and your thoughts 
the train carriages and the train is going so fast and it's all these thoughts and they're rushing past and you can choose to either jump on and let it take you for a ride or you can choose to stay on the station and just let it watch mm-hmm. but the the idea isn't that the thoughts go and that like you're just empty all of a sudden the thoughts are still there the mind is designed to think that is what it does it's your role as the meditator to watch them and to let them go and to just okay bye back to the breath okay mm-hmm. bye back to the breath and why do we meditate we meditate so when we walk off the meditation seat when we get up we're able to see life in all of its objectivity we're able to see life for what it is so instead of judging and labeling instead of when it's a rainy day and we decide this is the worst day ever because Mm. it's raining and it's supposed to be like this and this sucks we instead say oh it's raining and that's it like there's no (laughs) other judgment or labels and then imagine if we could bring that to ourselves Imagine if the thoughts that we thought about ourselves, we could be objective about them instead of judging and labeling. Oh, look at my stomach. Look at that fat roll. It's disgusting. I can't fold over. I can't believe I ate that. Why did I do that? Oh, when I fold over, I have a a little roll there or I have a a bigger roll there. Oh, okay. It just is. It just is. I think we forget that meditation particularly is a practice. And it's practice because it's something we need to learn to do over a period of time. When we were children, I've got quite a few years on you girls, but back when my mum was practicing yoga, much similar to yours, no doubt, um, it was all done in the practice of yogis who have been doing this for years and years and years and who could quickly empty their mind because they've Mm. been practicing forever. But it again sets about an unrealistic expectation whereby I think most people feel they're broken because you're absolutely right. A million thoughts do come into your head, but it's the practice of pushing them away mm-hmm. and allowing that space that creates the outcome that you're looking for. So it, it needs to be a daily practice. And I'm right there with you. Five minutes can be so powerful mm-hmm. in a day. And if you can string that together every day of the week or even mm-hmm. three days of the week, yes. it will make a huge difference yep. to how you're able then to show up in every other area of your life. Yeah. It's- it is all a practice. We have to remember that life itself is a practice. So like we don't know what we're doing. We're just practicing. <laughs> just just keep going know. step by step, step by step. All the little little tiny steps getting us to wherever we're going. So it's incredibly all part of it. <laughs> all right, ladies, a serious question for you before we wrap up today. Ooh. I'd love to know for each of you, and maybe you'll share the answer, um, given that you work so closely together. I do <laughs> love that. Um, your favorite business tool. What is your favorite business oh, tool? Gosh. Oh, gosh. This is this very is exciting. Like, like a software business tool, software tool? Anything that you Anything. Love using that has made you be software. Oh. I'm just trying to think, like, there's so many, but what do we love the most? What's been the biggest game changer? I feel like it's a tool that we that we created. <laughs> yeah. oh, I love it. Uh, which is everyone can create their own. It's yeah. a it's a oh. life sheet, and ah. it's every single process within our business in a Excel or well, Google Doc, Google Sheet. Uh, broken down into tasks so it's like say for example checking email inbox and every single task that's in the email inbox has its own task and own video that I recorded but our assistants help us with that is the best tool because then somebody comes into our business doesn't know how to do something check the life sheet first then come back to me Mm. Uh, and so you record it once and it's done and it took so much time to create this tool it took three months I think we created that tool (laughs) that sheet 
but it is the best thing and it's an ever-growing, ever-evolving. Mm-hmm. And I guess within that tool, we use Asana, which is our project management tool. Um, they're my two favourites. Yep. And just, I think, Slack as well. Like they're, they're all yes. simple, right? Because, yeah. and really it's all communication within your team. Uh, and our team is small. We've got two VAs and each other and our mum works for us. So That's so cool. Yeah, it's a, it's a great tight little team, but it's like this beautiful machine that just mm. works. And once upon a time, we didn't have that. And I tell you what, it was a lot more stressful <laughs> and we had really, we didn't, we couldn't, what's the, what's one of the sayings? Like we just couldn't meet ends or whatever. Like it was, was a, it we was, were in a mess. It, it was, was a, an administration monster. Yes. Like we couldn't, we had no time to be creative, no time to think big picture because we were just so deep yes. in admin, deep in inbox. And um, we were always working. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> it was like, I think back to that and it was scary. So we're really grateful that, you know, we found great team members and took the time to create the systems because so often you feel like it's a waste of time to create systems because you're like, I could do it faster. Mm. I don't want to train anyone. I just want to do it. (laughs) But it's really good to do the systems. (laughs) And it completely changed our business. It it gave us time. It gave us space. It changed our lives. It it reduced headaches. It it made our working relationship so much better. We had time to just go and enjoy like, you know, make the most of having your own business because so often you create your own business and then you're like, well, far out. Like, yeah, I'm working 24 hours now. And it's true. Like our brains do, you know, maybe they stop when we meditate, probably not, but um, <laughs> kidding. They do stop sometimes. sometimes. Uh, but, you know, you, you end up working more, but yeah. if you can try and create the space, like this is the whole point of starting a business, mm-hmm. like so you can be creative, so you can create the lives you want to. And that's what this life sheet did for us. Mm-hmm. It gave us the, the opportunity to carve out time in our day to work, focus on different projects, you know, like the, the next stage of whatever we wanted to do or go to the beach or, or I don't know, be, be really creative, like give ourselves a day to literally be like, all right, like let's brainstorm, yeah. which we just missed that for a little while because we were so deep in that admin mess. Systems are queen in every business. <laughs> it's the only way to run a business. Yeah. Ladies, I actually think that you can help me with something really inspirational here because I think that business owners, I think all business owners quite broadly actually get stuck in the weeds all the time. And two things, we don't feel like we deserve the kind of lifestyle that we would ideally like to have. And I think that we are so busy being stuck, we can't see our way clear. Mm. So we've discovered that the way clear is systems. 100% agree with you. We have our own life sheet and it is the holy grail of our business. Yes. Um, But can you tell me, can you explain to me, what does your week look like or your month look like? Because I feel there's this perception that to be successful in business, you have to work 24-7 and it's bullshit I'm gonna call it out it's It's bullshit bullshit. it is it actually it is and it's not true and you have to decide that it's not true because it's very easy to work 24 7 because there's it there's there's never not something to do Mm -hmm. and we always try to remind ourselves that it is a blessing that we have all these ideas and all these things that we want to do because the day that we don't have any new ideas will be a sad day but the idea can hold off like we don't need to do it right away 
So we actually brought in working hours for that specific reason. I know, you know, when you start a business, you think I want all the flexibility and all of these things. So initially, uh, I think it was like maybe four years ago now, we brought in like 9.30 till 3.30. That were the core working hours. Now we don't have that anymore because we have learned Mm. that we don't need you know the routine but the routine helped us create the boundary of the work Mm -hmm. um so our working week oh my i'm kind of (laughs) laughing about what does it look like (laughs) it's pretty funny (laughs) you know so often like we live separately obviously um with our partners and so often we'll like swap houses because we like to work together we don't have an office but other days we work separately uh, some weeks we just go out for lunch every day of the week and have long working lunches. Um, some weeks are really busy because they're editing videos, they're filming videos, they're content creation. Uh, to be honest, it's it, there's a lot of free flow with our business. Yeah, and that's because of the systems, though. That's because of the team. We have so much of it going on behind the scenes. And this is a new thing. Like, I don't want anyone at home to be like, oh, I don't have that. Like, oh, no. Um, but this is we're in a really amazing position where, you know, really our main job right now, especially as we're in a live challenge, yoga and Pilates challenge, is to support the members and to encourage them and to be there available. Um, and, you know, we have like these core things that we need to tick off, obviously, like check inbox, check Facebook, Instagram, comment back, uh, content creation, Write a blog, write a blog, write the two newsletters, these kinds of yeah, things. Yeah, so it's kind of like we have this tick to-do list to tick mm-hmm. off, but it's like done where inspiration is. Like, you mm-hmm. know, when, oh, we feel like talking, we feel like doing a live video, let's do it. So, I mean, like, I'm trying to think, like, is there anything tangible? Like, do we have, we don't really have any, like, core routine Well, I mean the routine was in the months like that you know we always film once a month for our Mary body like we film four classes in that one time with our video team uh we record the one podcast a week we write the one blog post a week we do the two newsletters the week so you've got like that Mm. basis but like as Emmy said there's no routine Mm. uh and then otherwise you know we are practicing yoga and Pilates (laughs) that's part which is really we feel always so blessed that that's part of our work day like that we get to just do that because we're up with new sequences or we're workshopping a move for our members we're always doing that that's one of our favorite things like someone's having trouble with down dog quick let's record a video and like workshop it um but yeah otherwise it's it's a lot of fun and we work together and we're very we're in life situations where we don't have kids Mm. so we're making the most of that i have a fur baby uh because i i think (laughs) you know from listening to stories of other women with kids, we can uh, not understand. I can be so in awe of how they do kids and a business. Yes. Like it blows my mind. It blows my mind because I cannot even imagine uh, the, the other endless amount of things that you have to get done yeah. and you have to be present for so hats off to all the mums in business I must mm, say and dads totally. I should say too yeah, yeah. yeah I and I think um you know we really are grateful for this that we've created this business that it really gives us a lot of space mm. and that's because it is online that's because it is a recurring you know uh what do you call it recurring Recurring model model. yeah membership model we've we've found this created this amazing business that 
it does give you space. And then that's where we've gone on to, you know, learn more about other things, whether it's investing or crypto, because, you know, we're, we're well aware that, you know, business is one thing, but then it's also important to grow other areas of knowledge and other income uh, to be smart with our money. And that's a really empowering and exciting place. And that's what this business has allowed us to do. It's given us the, the, the method or the, the money to do it and also the time to do it. Mm. Uh, but yeah, every week is totally different. Some weeks are really productive and we feel great. Other weeks we're like, did we do any work this week? But we did, but like, you know, we yeah. have bad weeks too. Yeah. It's not like, it's not necessarily bad, but it's just might feel like, oh, we didn't really create anything or we didn't feel like, you know, that vibe. Um, but we are lucky to have each other where we can pick each other up That's when we're fine. feeling that. Absolutely. Yeah, if you don't have a sister, like find someone in business to like who's that supportive. Well, that's why they're that's listening. Why they're, they're, that's why they're listening. listening to you. Yes, exactly. I think you ladies have done a really good job of creating a business that supports your lifestyle and not the other way around. And too many of us end up in businesses where um, our lifestyle is supporting the business, which is not the way it should be. And again, I, I think this is another area in business we don't talk enough about, and that is that you can have pause in your business. You can have rest. Mm. You don't need to go hell for leather every single day. You can yes. actually work a three-day week if you really want to. Yes. If you've yeah, got the systems to support exactly. you, it can happen. So it, it's great to talk to business owners that are doing much the same and can provide that inspiration point, particularly when we bring it back to systems, which is my most favourite thing in the world to talk about. So you ladies have nailed it for me today. Oh, my gosh. That makes me so excited. We should They're talk the systems. They're the best. I love them. <laughs> Carlo I loves my systems. Yeah. They're the best. You can't do business without them. And nobody is taught how to create a system. And I think if we take it back to version one, just record yourself doing whatever it is uh -huh. that you do today. That one thing, how to check your emails that you were speaking about earlier, grab your phone out or do a screen record, record it, bam, you've made a system. That's uh -huh. system version exactly. one. You can refine it later, but that's version one. It really needs to be as basic and as simple as that. And you can store it in a spreadsheet or there are things like Google Sites that will house it for you so your team members can find it in time because you should always be mindful about where it is that you want to end up in business. And for mm -hmm. most of us, we all started out for that flexibility. And if we put invest a bit of time now, wherever you're at in business right now into those systems, then that flexibility comes far quicker than if you leave it alone. So true. Mm. Ladies, you've been an absolute joy. I could talk to you girls all day long. <laughs> I would love for our listeners to come and find you. Where is the best place that they find you? Yay. Well, thank you so much. It was so much fun. Yeah, I feel like we have so much more to talk about. I'm like, no, we cannot stop, but we can. Uh, <laughs> uh, everything that we do, our Mary Body Online Studio, our podcast, our blog is over at themerrymakersisters.com. Uh, but if you've got any questions, you can email us at e.and.c at themerrymakersisters.com. We reply to all of our emails and we love to hear from you. I'm going to put all of that information into the show notes so Thank that you, you can find these beautiful women and go and join one of their classes. So much fun. And please get onto the meditation thing. If you're not doing it, give it a go. Yeah, what yeah. the ladies have said here today is so important to understand. It is a journey. It is a practice. It's not going to happen overnight, but it will be absolutely transformational, not just in your business, but in your life. Mm -hmm. If that's the one thing you take out of today, please take that one. Hmm. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to another episode of Ladies in Business. Got a guest you'd like us to interview? Maybe you have a story to share or some feedback to give. 
Find us on socials or drop us a message via the Tradies in Business website. Take care of yourself, ladies.